0: Hey, folks, welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you for joining me today. Are plans already in place for Kenny Omega to lose the Impact Wrestling World Championship? According to Dave Meltzer, there are. According to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, it was stated that Impact Wrestling has already planned who Kenny Omega will drop the world, the Impact Wrestling World Title to. This was planned even before Omega won the title. Uh, Dave Meltzer talking. They're all collaborating, especially with Omega. With Sammy Gueva, obviously, it wasn't as collaborated because it wasn't in as high-profile picture. But before Omega ever won the title, they had their battle plan all mapped out on who it's going to be. Uh, I'm sorry, on what it's going to be, who it's, who is it going to be on what show, and when it's going to be, and when Impact could get their title back. That was all part of the deal way ahead of time. Uh, we will just have to wait and see who will be the one to ultimately dethrone Kenny Omega, as the Impact World champion, as he's been booked as a dominant champion so far. So plans are in place. The plans are in place for him to lose the title. And who's it going to be? Is it going to be Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary? I, I don't think so. I still think it's going to be Moose. I still think Moose is going to be the one I think Moose after Moose defeats Chris Sabin at Slammiversary and Kenny Omega defeats Sammy Callahan. Moose is going to confront Kenny Omega again, and he's going to get him in some sort of match where nobody can interfere. Um, and uh, Moose will be the one to ultimately get the title back from Kenny Omega uh, that's that's the way I see it I mean pl- plans have changed um, I I don't you know I said that they, they do say that it was mapped out in the beginning uh, maybe it was Moose all along but maybe that plan was going to change because they weren't sure if Moose was going to come back to Impact Wrestling uh, so they had the um, uh, the finish where the Young Bucks interfered and helped Kenny Omega defeat Moose uh, at Against All Odds and now of. Anniversary. It's Sammy Callahan, but I don't think Sammy Callahan's going to do it. I think it's going to be Moose. I think it's going to be we're going to have like steel cage match or or any, and the wrestlers are going to be barred from ringside or something like that. And Moose is going to be the one to finally get that Impact Wrestling World Title around his waist, and he's going to be the one to ultimately the throne, Kenny Omega and take back the Impact Wrestling World Championship for Impact Wrestling. That's the way I see it, and um, I think it makes sense. I think, um, you know, because Sammy Callahan winning the title to me, and I think to most fans, I think it's safe to say for most fans, it's not as big as if Moose is the one who gets the title. Sammy Callahan had the title. Moose has never had the Impact Wrestling World title. He's always felt a little short, and I think it's time for him to, hold that Impact Wrestling World Championship. And I think he's going to be the one to defeat Kenny Omega. I, I hopefully, I get the next, the pay-per-view the this anniversary, uh, I'm hoping Moose will defeat Kenny Omega and bring back the Impact Wrestling World Championship, the Impact Wrestling. That said, that said, when Kenny Omega loses the Impact Wrestling World title, what happens with the partnership between impact wrestling and Aew. I know I touched upon it on past podcast on past podcasts, but what happens? What happens to the to the relationship? Does it end? I mean, is there a need for aew to continue the partnership with impact wrestling? It's clearly benefiting impact wrestling more than it's benefiting aew. And um, I mean, just look. Uh, it was all orchestrated uh, by um, Don Callis, Don Callis, and Kenny Omega. Don Callis the, was was the executive vice president of Impact Wrestling. But the person that that orchestrated this partnership, who who um, who planted the seeds to get this started, Don Callis, no longer with Impact Wrestling. He is now full-time AEW, no longer employed by Impact Wrestling. He's collecting a paycheck from Tony Khan. So he's gone. So what would be the benefits of AEW to continue this this relationship with Impact Wrestling? The only bargaining chip, in my opinion, the only real bargaining chip that they have, uh, Impact Wrestling has... Are the good brothers? That's the only real point. I think those are the only two wrestlers that impact. I'm sorry, that AEW are really, really interested in because they're on AEW every week, you know. And Carl uh, Anderson, I almost said Ken Anderson. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Carl Anderson. <laughs> I don't want to confuse it too, but Carl Anderson uh, said on a, on his um, podcast recently uh, that while he loves. Impact Wrestling, he loves AEW. He says, I'll love Impact Wrestling forever, but I love AEW. I love their bosses. I love their boss. I love their people. And then he he um, circled back and said, oh, I, I love Impact Wrestling's people too. But I really think that once his con- their contract is up, the Good Brothers contract is up in 2022, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they are going to sign with the AEW. I don't think they're sticking around uh, Impact Wrestling. I think they have... Uh, I think it's um, better for them in AEW, a bigger promotion. All their friends are there. You know, granted they're good friends with Scott Damore, Uh, but uh, I really, um, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they'll be signing with AEW. When I, I talked about that yesterday, I don't want to go uh, too deep into that now, but um, I think the partnership may be close to an end. If, if and when Kenny Omega, well, not when, but. Not if, but when Kenny Omega drops the, the Impact Wrestling World title, um, I, I don't see any reason for the partnership to continue. I mean, what's like once Kenny Omega gets that title? Does Kenny Omega really want to keep showing up on Impact Wrestling? Uh, does Don Callis still want to keep showing up on Impact Wrestling? Uh, does it does it make sense for them? I mean, like I said, the only bargaining chip they have right now are the Good Brothers, and th- that might keep their relationship going for, for a little longer, at least until the Good Brothers leave. And once the Good Brothers leave you know, once the good brothers are gone from aew i'm sorry from impact wrestling and, and over to aew there's there's absolutely no way that the relationship will continue in my opinion i could be wrong i could be wrong but i, I just i just don't see it i just don't see the the partnership maybe we'll see a few talent exchanges but um but uh i i, I really think that once kenny omega drops the title and uh, I, I think he's gonna hold it for, for a bit as I think he's gonna hold it for a bit. It's gonna it's gonna be close. my, my, my feeling is he's gonna hold it. Um and uh I'm just I'm just thinking of this now. He's gonna hold it. Maybe maybe they have him hold it a little longer, uh when it, as it gets closer to the Good Brothers when the contract is up. Then they could drop the title. He could drop the title, whether it beat the moose. I know I said maybe the next pay-per-view, but I think this makes this might make a little more sense, especially if if impact wrestling wants his partnership to play out a little longer, maybe have Kenny Omega hold the title. Um until it gets close to the Good Brothers contract uh, to to come up, and then have them then have them drop the title, then the Good Brothers would sign with AEW, and um, and then the partnership uh, could ultimately end there. There, but this is all speculation on my part. I have uh, I'm not um, I'm not certain. but uh, but nonetheless, I think this partnership is uh, is like I said, it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. The AEW Impact Wrestling partnership is not going to last forever. Um, again, it's benefiting Impact Wrestling a lot more than it benefits AEW, in my opinion. And um, Impact Wrestling, as I stated many, many times, Impact Wrestling they need to they need to start rebuilding this 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 partnership with the AEW was a perfect time for them to start rebuilding, and they they've have started, but they like receive a um with steve macklin has just just come in um we've seen um um rachel ellering coming in uh and i know they're going to be bringing in um, a few surprises as well on Slum version i'm going to talk about that in a second uh but uh they need to start getting younger they, i really wish and i don't want to go into impact wrestling rant right now but i really really wish that they would have a show like aew dark or or um future of honor uh, something along those lines, where we see young stars that they're developing. I mean, they had Jackson Stone, man, Jackson Stone, one that uh, the um, the gut check, and uh, they never they used him twice. It took like eight months for them to feature him on Explosion. They used him twice, and then we never saw from him again. He had two really good matches. I don't know what they're doing there. I don't know what the deal is with Jackson Stone. And sooner or later, Jackson Stone is going to start showing up in AEW Dark, and that'll be the end of that. Uh, but they need, to, they need to have a show like AEW Dark where they're developing young talent. I mean, look at MLW. They just brought in Lee Moriarty. There's no reason why Impact Wrestling doesn't have Lee Moriarty on their roster. You know, it, it just it gets a little frustrating, you know, with impact wrestling. They really should have started, you know, and this is just this is my opinion. They really should have taken this relationship with AEW, you know, as a as a means of, okay, we got this now. Now let's start rebuilding for the future. Let's start building stars that we let's let's start building up stars that'll be the the face of impact wrestling two or three years from now. That's what they they, they should have done. But <clears throat> hey, I'm not Scott Damore. And uh, I don't make the decisions there. I can just voice my opinion. So, but anyway, um, but as I mentioned, Slammiversary, as I mentioned, Slammiversary, uh, Impact Wrestling is planning on multiple surprises, surprise debuts for Slammiversary. Uh, This is Ringside News. It says, Impact Wrestling is promoting their Slammiversary event in a big way. The July 7th pay-per-view will mark the return of live fans to Impact Wrestling, which is awesome. They will also debut a couple of surprises, something the company has teased. uh, And it says here, um, impact wrestling sources uh, say that at least two surprises are planned for the show with outside names making their way into the company, including one already under contract elsewhere and one recent WWE release. So that's interesting. One already under contract elsewhere. I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm trying to think... Is, is somebody from aew is there a contract coming due uh, is that co- contract coming up Is there so, someone in real Va- oh wait a minute Wait a minute Mickey Mickey James Mickey James because she's um, she's got a contract uh, I think it's a short term deal but it's not ex- an exclusive deal with with the NWA you know and they were hinting uh, Mickey James uh on the last episode of impact wrestling uh, that's that's it it's mickey james okay so so mickey james um will be uh, (laughs) i figured it out i figured it out so uh mickey james um it looks like it'll be mickey james again that's just that's me taking an educated guess there uh and it says one recent wwe release so so there are at least two surprises it says it was also confirmed that the company is looking for a reinvigoration of their women's division and a couple of great candidates were released by the wwe that could really help just do that for the knockouts division mickey james is one the iconics if they bring the iconics in that is i'm sorry the inspiration they bring in the inspiration that'll be uh absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic they would have a great feud with fire and flavor uh, so I can see the inspiration Mickey James coming in maybe Chelsea green um i'm I'm, I'm thinking there's gonna be more than two surprises they, they're not naming names but I I like I said I just took an educated guess on one one being Mickey James uh so I think I think it's safe to say that I'm right there because uh, when you think about you know who's under contract with another company that can wrestle for for uh, impact wrestling I can't think of anybody in aew definitely nobody in the WWE. <clears throat> New Japan Pro Wrestling, I, I don't think anybody on a contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling will be allowed to sign with Impact Wrestling. So that's why it's most likely Mickey James there. Uh, but I, I hope they bring in the the inspiration, a.k.a. the Iconics. That would be absolutely fantastic. Again, they would have a massive feud, a massively entertaining feud with fire and flavor over the Impact Wrestling knockout tag team titles. Uh, so hopefully we'll see... Um, We'll see that. Uh, there's a lot of other. There's other wrestlers out there. I would love to see Kalisto, Kalisto in Impact Wrestling. He would um, fit really nicely in the X Division. Uh, so there's a lot of. Uh, we're going to see some surprises. We're going to see some 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 surprises. Uh, July 17th uh, at uh, Slam Anniversary, and that's um, something to definitely look forward to. Okay, let's switch gears to New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Never Six Man. Um, the never six man tag team championships are going to be on the line again at Kizuna road on July 1st. Uh, the champions, Hiroki Goto Tomohiro Ishii. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I, I got, uh, I got this, um, I don't know. I got to like a little bit of a, like a little scratch in my throat. So, so I, I apologize. It's, uh, Maybe I'm talking too much, uh, but but anyway, uh, Tomohiro Ishi, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi are uh, going to be defending the never openweight six man tag team titles against Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Hiroyoshi Tenzan on July 1st as uh, Kazuna Road um, uh, will be back as New Japan Pro Wrestling is back with more Kazuna Road shows. Um, Ishii um, Goto and Yoshihashi just recently successfully defended their titles against evil uh dick togo and yujiro takahashi uh but now they're on july 1st they have a huge challenge ahead of them and it's going to be um that's going to be one hell of a uh, six-man uh, tag team match for those never openweight titles I'm, I'm thinking um i'm thinking nagata um Satoshi Kojima and uh, Tenzan are going to win their never-open-weight six-man uh, titles. But but anyway, this, that's going to be just a, a tremendous match. And that takes place, I'm sorry, on July 2nd. July 1st, actually, we have even something better on July 1st because all six wrestlers involved in that championship match are having singles matches against each other. So on July 1st, Tomohiro Ishii versus Yuji Nagata. That's going to be a, a sick, sick match. You know, Nagata and Ishii got into it. Um, uh, a few days ago, after um, they after Ishii, um, Yoshihashi, and Goto successfully defended the, the uh, Never Openweight uh, six-man titles. And uh, Nagata, uh, Kojima, and Tenzan came out, confronted uh, the three of them, and Nagata just plastered Ishii and just knocked him right out. So that's going to be a tremendous match. Hiroki Goto against Satoshi Kojima. Oh, my God. That's going to be crazy, crazy also. And Yoshihashi against uh, Hiroshi Tenzan which is not going to be such a crazy match. It'll be an okay match. You know, Yoshihashi should win that one. Uh, but um, not not as excited for that one as I am for the for Ishii versus Nagata or Goto versus Kojima. Um, and then on July 2nd <clears throat> we have Kota Obushi against Yotoshiuji and then Shigo Tagaji against Yuya Amora as uh, the two young lions continue to run their gauntlet. And this I think this is the final matches for them in the gauntlet and Kota Abushi against Yota Shuji is going to be absolutely nuts man absolutely nuts and uh, Shingo Takashi the um, IWGP uh, World Heavyweight Champion it's not a title match but uh against Yuya Omora. uh I'm I'm thrilled to see <laughs> I'm absolutely psyched and thrilled to see what Yuya Omura can do against Shingo Takashi again the Young Lions are not going to win at all uh either of these matches, but um, they're really being tested. And I think they're passing the the test. And I really expect either one or both of them to go on excursion um, very, very soon, especially uh, when when the gauntlet is done. Uh, I I expect, uh, like I said, one or two, both of them to go on excursion because they're ready. They are ready. They are so talented. Omura and Suji are so, so freaking talented. They are the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I can't wait. I'm going to be on vacation for this, so I'm going to be up early watching, and I can't wait for these two shows, July 1st. Um, also on July 1st, tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi versus Zaxi, junior Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, Yoshinobu, Kanamura, and Duki versus Taji Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and Jado, and um. July 2nd, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, Bushi versus Zack Sabre Jr., Taiji and Duki, then El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemura, and Minoru Suzuki against Taji Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and Jado. Uh, so two really, really good shows coming up July 1st, July 2nd, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I, I can't wait for I can't wait for both of them. They're both going to be absolutely fantastic. So psyched. Absolutely love my New Japan Pro Wrestling. And last but not least... Last but not least, I want to touch on this. Uh, the WWE is having trouble lately. WWE, they're um, they're they're not using their talent properly. They're they're releasing wrestlers that they shouldn't release. You know, Alistair Black, um, one example, uh, one of many examples um they're they're not pushing anyone uh people that do actually talented that do well in nxt come up and they kind of just you know fizzle out and disappear they're not pushed at all um on the main roster um storylines are not uh so great people and the whole the whole zombie thing was just a travesty uh they don't have compelling storylines anymore and um, people are complaining. People are complaining about the product. A lot of people, more and more people, are, are are turning their backs on the WWE, saying, "I've had it. I've had enough. This is garbage. I don't want to watch this anymore." And uh, the WWE, what do they do? How how are they? Uh, how are they decide that you know we're gonna we need to bring the people back? We need to we need to give them what they want. Um, so we need to we need to buckle down. <laughs> and uh, you know, people are leaving in droves. And, and what can we do? And uh, so, what did they do? What did they do? They, the the, the WWE, hired a new raw writer. Who knows? Who admits? She admits. She knows absolutely nothing about professional wrestling. She knows nothing about professional wrestling. But the the WWE said, "All right, hey, you know, it's not a." (laughs) knowing something about about pro wrestling is is not a prerequisite to be a a writer on the raw team uh, uh, to be a writer on the raw team to know anything about pro wrestling it's it's not a prerequisite it's not not important it's not important Um, this, this lady that was hired um name is uh kenise mobley i hope i pronounced it uh, right uh she said that uh the wwe didn't even ask her if she knew anything about pro wrestling and she said she couldn't even recall the name of bobby lashley yet the wwe decided you know what i think this will work (laughs) i think we should give her a job uh i think we should give her a job um She knows nothing. Well, I mean, what are they doing? She knows nothing about professional she's, she's a she's a film production. I saw what's um. I think she was a she's a stand up comedian, and uh, what else does she do here? Um, I, can't, I I'm not sure. Oh, she has a background. In, I'm sorry, she has a in a background in film production and comedy writing. You know, and and WWE is like that's that's perfect. That's perfect for for professionalizing. Come on in, come on in and write for us. You have you have a, a background in comedy writing, great. So, um, well, you know, you know, we have uh, Nikki Cross doing doing the whole superhero thing. So maybe she could write a couple of funny bits for for the uh, new Nikki Cross character. Maybe we'll get some cute, funny bits for that. Um, maybe uh, maybe the zombies will come back. Maybe we'll have dancing zombies, and they'll be in in. And they tap dancing zombies. Maybe she could write a little uh, a sketch. This. What are they doing? I, I think if you want to write for a pro wrestling team, uh, pro wrestling, uh, I, I think if you want to write for the major pro wrestling company in the world, that you should have a little bit of pro wrestling knowledge. It's like, it's like hiring somebody in construction who, who, um, who gets angry very easily as a uh, as a comedy writer, you know, as a as a writer for the Tonight Show, you know, yeah, yeah, I, I have experience. I have experience in um, in um, in jackhammering concrete. You know, maybe I maybe I could go apply and be a comedy writer for the Conan O'Brien show. Maybe I, maybe I'll get hired. Maybe I could <laughs> maybe I could show maybe I show up to the interview and show off my jackhammering skills and show show how everybody I could hammer a nail into a wall. You know, maybe that'll get me a job on uh, with Colin O'Brien or with uh, Jimmy Fallon on the on the tonight show you know maybe that maybe that it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense you know and we' we'll, we'll, she's she says she wants to learn she she, <laughs> she wants to learn about professional oh good oh good so let's hire somebody bring her on the team bring her on uh, our number one our which was supposed to be our number one rated show. We'll bring her in and, you know, and it'll, we'll give her a learning curve. There'll be a learning curve. Maybe she could watch uh, a few matches. Maybe, um, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, maybe we'll show her a couple of comedy bits that we did over the years. Maybe we'll show her a few, um, you know, gobbledygooker bits, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could relive, maybe, (laughs) maybe with her, with her expert, comedy writing, we could, we could, <laughs> we could relive, we could relive the, the Gooker moments. We could bring that back. We could bring that into the, into the, uh, in, into the, into the 2021 universe, you know, bring back the Gooker. And, and by golly, by d- damn it, she could write the script. <laughs> she could write that script. She could write the script for the Gooker. Let's do it. Bring her in. And Vincent was like, God damn it. We have to, <laughs> you, you have to buckle down. You have to make them laugh. <laughs> we're going to write. We're going to write a, a whole, uh, we're going to do a whole, a whole year's worth of <laughs> gobbledygooker sketches. And you're going to be the head writer for them because you have comedy writer experience. Film production. Bring her in. What does she know about wrestling? I no one cares. Bring her in. I'll be cooker. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand that at all. Bringing in uh, somebody um, that doesn't have any, any experience or knows nothing about pro wrestling. But hey, you know, all I can say is good luck. Good luck to her. And on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for listening to me today. I am Lewis Carlin. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. See if, if she was writing for me, she I would I would have gotten that right. But anyway, the the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye bye.